Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts. And today we're going to hear from Sport Compact driver Lucas Parsons. We're also going to hear from promoter Doug Johnson at Houston Speedway, Warren Evans from Dixie Choppers, and our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings, right after a few words from our sponsors. Toner's Lake Carding Facility offers dirt oval carding at its finest. Hot laps start at noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only five bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Wasika in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See tonerslakekarting.org for more details. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper Lawn Mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at DixieChopper.com. If your classic isn't so classic, bring it into Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We can fix the upholstery, the carpet, replace a sagging headliner, make your old car look new again, make your seats comfortable again. Whether it's a classic car, work truck, boat, or anything else that moves, we can fix the upholstery and make your ride like new. And we work on convertibles. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14, one mile west of Walmart. Partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States, Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or see altenburgconstruction.com For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at Miskin Miskin.com. Miskin Auto Parts. In God we trust. When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service. People you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256-7766. That's 256-7766. Are you looking to join a team of hardworking and motivated individuals? Look no further than Bulldog Coatings. We are the industry leader in concrete coatings and we are looking for full-time installers. We are located in Faribault and install in southern Minnesota in the Twin Cities. Experiencing concrete is awesome, but not required. We are happy to train qualified candidates. Join us and enjoy working outdoors, learning new skills, and becoming part of a great team. Contact us to apply now and be part of something great at Bulldog Coatings. BulldogCoatingsMN.com Hi, this is Dave Evans from Hardware Lubricants and Chemicals, your VP Race Guest Distributor. You are listening to Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back to the Driver Segment here on the Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Sport Compact driver Lucas Parsons. And Lucas, you began your racing career in the Cruiser Division. How did that partnership come about? 
Uh, well, uh, my dad had been racing years ago. He raced Fair Street Speedway back then, but it was 89, 90, and 91. And then uh, we kind of been around racing, you know, my going to races, watching the races or whatever. And we uh, had sponsored some drivers with my dad's business. He had sponsored a few drivers, and they had a cruiser that was for sale, and we decided to buy it. It was uh, from Howard and Betty Hughes, so Rob Hughes' mom and dad. And uh, we bought that cruiser, and we brought it home, and that was that was history. Favorite memories of the cruiser division? Oh, man, there's too many. <laughs> uh, I would have to say probably there was one night, uh, I believe uh, we were we, we jumped to start, supposedly, Mr. Jerry Van Sickle, if you're listening to this, but uh, Jerry Van Sickle was flagging, and we, we jumped to start, and he sent us to the back, and uh, we made a little contact going up to the front, and the hood flew off, and uh, we were running, and the motor mounts broke, and the engine was leaning over, but we got to the lead and got to the front and ended up winning that race, so that was kind of a neat memory of, of the cruiser car class for me. Don't you know flagmen are never wrong? <laughs> I just figured I'd have to give Jerry some crap about that one, but uh, it was all fun, <laughs> that's for sure. When did you purchase your first sport compact? What do you remember about your very first night out with the car? Oh, this is a great one. So 2010 was, so I, I raced my, actually had a B mod for two years. So I raced, I think it was 2008 and 2009 where I had a B mod and it just, you know, it wasn't that we weren't having fun. It just was kind of more expensive. And we just, you know, I didn't want to spend a lot of money to be a top 10 car. You know, we wanted to be competitive. So we ended up selling that. And then my brother-in-law, they had bought our cruiser from us and he, uh, he had got injured. So they asked me to step in and drive the cruiser in 2010. So I did one last hurrah on that. Well, then 2011, my sister raced a Hornet and then she uh, decided she didn't want to do it anymore and was done. And was like, well, I'm like, well, why don't I just take this thing out? And, uh, well, we took it out the first night and I ran, went out there and ran the heat race. I'm like, holy crap, these things are a blast. You know, it always been a kind of between us drivers, like, oh, a Hornet, you know, geez, those aren't that much fun. They're not that fast. And I did the heat race and I was like, wow, this is a blast and ended up raining us out that night. So then we had to do double features the next night and we ended up winning the first two races in that car. <laughs> so that was pretty awesome. Wow, that's a great start to your career, and that really gets you pumped up when you already found a checkered flag the first two nights out. Yeah, it was it was a blast. We actually ended up winning the we won because the double feature night, so we won both features that night, and then the next week we ended up winning that feature, and then uh, that was when they had the the two divisions, the novice division and the pro division. Well, it was more or less what kind of engine was in the car. So I had a single overhead cam car that I was racing, so that's why I was in the novice division. Well, the promoter's like, well, we better move you up to the Pro Horner division because we don't think this looks good. So then I moved up to the Pro Horner division after that, and the rest was history. Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, what a great group of people running that track, and what a great place to race with the local fan support. I just get goosebumps every time I walk into that track. Yeah, it, it means a lot to me. I mean, you know, winning the track championship here this last season, I mean, that that was just one of the biggest accomplishments, you know, to win one and then to win another one. So to have two at my home track, I mean, that track, what's been going on the last few years and even, even past history or whatnot, the things going on there and the history of the track, everything that we've done over the years has just been awesome. And everything they've done, it just keeps getting better and better every season. The season opener at Kasuth County Speedway was Thursday night, May 4th. How did it feel to get back on the track after what seems to be a very, very long winter? 
Well, it felt really good, and we we had a very stressful week <laughs> coming up to the season opener because I've been kind of busy with a lot of things, and the car car had been sitting in the in the snowbank all winter long, and I got it out, you know, the week before, and got it out and was messing with it, and realized that we had a bad head gasket in the engine, so we had to get that thing pulled out over the weekend, and I got the engine out, got my new engine in, and then tried to fire it up, and it wouldn't run. So then I had to call a good friend of mine from Reaper Raceworks to be Jamie Jones. And I had to run it over to Mason City to have him look at it, and it ended up being a bad head gasket. So we got the head gasket changed, and I was headed back to my house at 2.30 in the morning, uh, breaking an engine in <laughs> on Wednesday night or Thursday morning before the races, and we made it there. And everything was flawless after that. As far as the engine, we didn't have any issues, so I was happy. And you talk about the busy off-season. The off-season is definitely not an off-season for you. Talk about Legend Guide Service and how did you get that started? Uh, well, me and a good friend of mine, uh, we were always been fishing, doing a lot of ice fishing, and we really had a lot of blasts. We really enjoyed taking all of our friends out or anybody that wanted to go with us, getting them out there, getting them on fish, and really enjoyed watching them catch fish. And one, you know, just three years ago, him and I decided, you know, why don't we just, why don't we put something together and start guiding? And the rest was history. We've been, each year it gets better and better, and we keep getting more and more trips and more interest to that. So it's a lot of fun. And and this season, uh, the ice lasted all the way almost to April. So it was an extra long season. Driving by from the road, Fairmont just looks like your typical western Minnesota farm town. But once you turn into town and start driving around, what an amazing fishing haven for anglers. Yeah, Fairmont, Minnesota has a lot to offer. I mean, not only the fishing, but they've got a lot of great restaurants there in town to enjoy. And, you know, the lakes themselves, I mean, you got five lakes to choose from, not many places you can go and put the boat in. And you got four lakes that are connected together, so you can just go along and go fishing in all of them. Or when you're ice fishing, you can choose and pick and choose on which lake you want to fish, and you don't have to travel very far. So it's, it's, it's great. And the fish you catch from walleye to northern, explain the yellow bass. They look like a blast to catch and really good to eat. Yeah, the yellow bass is kind of a fish that uh, we've been more familiar with in Iowa. We've been we've been fishing for them for the last 12 to 15 years as they've been in Clear Lake, Iowa. But Fairmont, Minnesota, they've only been there for the last probably 10 years that we know of, so a lot of people weren't familiar with them. But they're a panfish, and, and they're not a rough fish. They're more of a game fish now. They taste really good, and you, there's no limit on them because they reproduce so fast. So you can go out there on the ice, and you can catch two, three, four hundred if you want to, and, and it just it's a blast. And you talk about those large quantities. Legends Guide Service also does a fish fry during the off-season for the Hunting for Heroes group. Yes, we do. We, uh, we, we get a, Once they come, actually we do two of them, so when they come in the, the week of the tour or whatever, when they come, we uh, get the guides together, have a little fish fry, take them fishing, have a little fun. And then in the wintertime, when they bring all the heroes in for their hunting and everything, we get together with them and fry up some fish and tell some good stories and have a good time. And always racing. Fans can probably hear in the background there's some noise back there. You're actually at a foot race at a track meet, and your son also races carts at Golden Spike Speedway. What a great facility and training ground for new drivers. Yeah, I was excited. Uh, we he, He's been... He was just every every year at about six years old, Dad, I want to race go-kart. Dad, I want to race go-kart. I'm like, you know, not yet. And then finally 
you know, three years ago, we got one midway through the season, and then now he's been doing it. He's really enjoying it. We're having a lot of fun. I'm finding out that they're a lot more work than what I thought, <laughs> but I'm used to the sport compact where you're just setting tire pressure, setting toe, and then you go racing, and you don't have to work on it much. But we're having a lot of fun. He's having fun, and that's what it's all about. We're looking forward to this season, which season opener is this Saturday, so that's uh, we're really looking forward to that. Tire prep, tire prep, tire prep. It's an endless battle. Tire prep, looking at everything, you know, changing gears, making sure you hit the right gears, keeping that engine in the right RPM range. I mean, it's not a lot different, but it's it's a lot more than what I'm used to for tire prep because we just buy, uh, you know, new street tires that you run on your car for the Hornet. So it's a little different. And we're not putting any, we can't put any chemicals on them to make them softer or make them grip better. So it's a whole different ball game. I was really proud of him that he actually took the incentive to help raise money for hunting with heroes by selling one of his hand-painted body panels. Yeah, that was a pretty good idea with him. You know, we talked about it. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And he said, yeah, let's do that. We can donate to a good cause. We like to help that, you know, that series out and that organization out as much as we can because, I mean, like I said, without our veterans, we couldn't be doing anything that we're doing right now. So it means a lot to us. And that brings up the paint job on your car. Ron Reefer, Kasuth County Speedway promoter, incredible graphic painter, and just an all-around asset to the community of Algona. Yes, sir, that man, I tell you what, I, I knew he was talented, but, you know, I didn't expect, my expectations weren't that high, you know, with that and what it was going to look like, and he just knocked it out of the park. I mean, it was amazing how well he did and, and the detail. I mean, most people were like, wait a minute, that's hand-painted? Like, a lot of people thought it was decals and this and that. I'm like, no, that's all hand-done, and it is amazing. It was hard to even take it on the track and scratch it up. <laughs> Racing runs deep in your family. Your daughter is also a decorated barrel racer. Yes, she is. Uh, we kind of, like I said, she's in 4-H, and she likes to do a lot of rodeos when we have time. So uh, she's she's really enjoying doing that, and that's a lot of fun too. Granted, it's only one horsepower, but uh, she she enjoys it, and I'm going to do everything I can to, to keep my kids busy and let them do the things that they want. 2021, you won the Hancock County Speedway Sport Compact Track Championship. Five wins out of 25 starts, a 20% win ratio. I think any driver would take 20% every time they hit the track any day of the week, and that is a great track to race on. Yes, we had a we had a heck of a season that year. You know, I wasn't really going into it. I wasn't really expecting that. I mean, we we finished I think third, and I think we finished third the opening night and the second night, and then all of a sudden we just got on a run and got hot, and it was we were the car to beat, and you know it was a lot of fun racing with a lot of good competition. We were racing with Max Heimbeck and uh, Cade Lear. I mean, it was a lot of fun. You know, there was no drama. It was just show up. You know, we'd all talk before the races, have a good time, go out there and race, and congratulate each other afterwards, and. The track was awesome. Those guys over there, they do a great job, just like at Kasuth County Speedway. They're working on it. They're trying to make it better week in and week out, and it's definitely the place to race on Friday nights, in my opinion. 2022 was your 20th season in racing. Your team set out with a goal to win the Kasuth County Speedway Sport Compact Track Championship. How did you come up with that idea, and why did you pick that particular year to really go for it? Well, I mean, we've been we've been the bridesmaids so many years throughout my career as far as the points, and I've found about every way possible to lose a track championship with going back to 2020 where you know I had a three-point lead going into the championship night and had a three-point lead, and I hadn't finished worse than third 
the whole season, and I picked that night to have my worst run of the year, and I end up finishing fifth, and I lose the championship by one. And we've had a lot of other close calls and a lot of one-point losses or two-point losses. So, you know, we just wanted to get another track championship under our belt because that track means so much to us. And, you know, we just decided that that was going to be our goal. And 2021, I didn't even win a race at Kasuth County Speedway, which that really, really was eating at me. So we just set that goal, like, we want to come out here. We want to concentrate on this track. We want to win. And then we want to win the title. Winning that track championship, we were at the banquet that night, and I know it really meant a lot to you. Yeah, it did. I mean, I just the way things went down, I mean, I, you know, finding out that, you know, at the end of the night there, the way, you know, we were, I won the first feature because we had double features, and I had a one-point lead going into it, going, okay, I have to win this race because at that time I thought that, you know, I knew he had more feature wins than me, so I knew I had to beat him in order to win the track championship. And going in there, taking off, I had the lead, and everything was going great, and we take the white flag, and I can hear that Honda screaming, and I'm like, oh, no, here we go again. And I knew I wasn't going to hold him off, and, you know, Jade's a great racer. He's it, We had a great year with him. I tell you what, he's a up-and-coming kid with this racing. You know, he's going to be something to something to reckon with in the upper classes once he gets going because he's one of the most dedicated guys I've ever seen, always working on his car, always trying to be better, and it's good to see that with a younger generation because we don't have a lot of younger kids coming up. So it was a lot of fun racing with him, but – uh you know, we did all that, and we thought we lost again. I mean, I was frustrated. I mean, I'll tell you, I pulled the car back into the into the pits, and I parked it, and I, you know, I got out and I smacked the top of the roof of the car, and just, you know, just disappointed. And that was how it ended. And then I believe it was January or February when I found out that uh, IMC had other ideas because I got my plaque in the mail, and I was confused as to why I got it. I thought it was a cruel joke. And then come to find out they had a whole different scenario, which I still don't fully understand, but a whole different scenario is how they handle a tie. And there had never been a tie at Cassuth County Speedway in IMCA that I know of. So we really all had a huge learning experience on this. And for once, things went our way. Racing is really a lifestyle, a lifestyle of dedication and late nights that bring friends, family, and people together to form lifetime bonds. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've had a lot of fun over the years, and we've made a lot of great friendships. So, you know, like I said, talking about the week we had, you know, me and my dad, Sunday night, he was helping me wrench on that car, pulling the engine out, putting the new engine in. I mean, he stayed with me until midnight, 1 o'clock. And, you know, we've had nights, you know, a couple of years ago where we broke transmission on opening night. That was 2021. Transmission broke. And then here me and dad are getting apart, you know, and Jay DeVries ran, ran, had the transmission. He lived in Spencer. They got done racing. They took off to Spencer. They met us in Emmitsburg. We got the transmission. We put it in, you know, three, four in the morning. And then we went back out in Britain. If we wouldn't have done that, we wouldn't have been able to win that title. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy the amount of people you meet and the amount of fun you have. And just the sport of racing in general, the friendships you get over the years are just, it, it's, it's amazing. Also being able to do this whole kart racing, barrel racing, and sport compact racing as a family and with your dad, is there anything better? No, there's not. I mean, it's pretty cool to continue the tradition of the Parsons racing. And then, like I said, with Ryder coming up and then Taylor doing the barrel racing. I mean, yeah, it's not car racing, but it's still some form of racing that we can all enjoy. And, you know, the, the family staying together and the history, I mean, hopefully it continues for many, many years. And speaking of continuing, 2023 kicks off your 21st year of racing, and you are still having fun and enjoying every moment. Do you think it's going to continue with one of the kids? 
Well, I'm hoping that both of them continue to, can continue to do it, and if we can make it happen, we're going to do our best. And like I said, we've got a great supporting cast with sponsors and people that help us out that make it happen. So, you know, I'm hoping it can. I may have to tone down to a limited schedule in the future, but uh, we're not ready to quite make those decisions yet. <laughs> in the Sport Compact division, there are always new faces every year. Some leave for other divisions, and new ones are always there coming in. Who are some of them you've already spotted that are going to be very, very good in the future? Well, uh, Taylor Lang, so she uh, she had a heck of a run here. She ended up finishing second, and uh, that'd be Jade Lang's sister. And she's definitely starting to show that she's going to be a powerhouse and going to be tough to beat this season. And, uh, you know, Jade moved up to hobby stocks, like I said, and he's going to be fun to watch in that division. He's already making strides and getting the hang of that car, so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch those guys do what they do. The Boone Super National Experience. Explain what that event is like for a sport compact team. I, I know you've had success down there, but what a sea of cars. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, my first experience down there, I didn't know what to think or how it was going to go. But, uh, you know, we got down there just seeing the atmosphere and all the people and just, you know, going down there for the show and, and feeling extremely important because you're at Super Nationals and, being able to race on that speedway in general is just an honor and then how they do things. And, you know, we had the first year we went down there, didn't really have many expectations, but to make the feature. And we did that. And then we started 28th and ended up finishing ninth and we got the hard charger. And I tell you, it was a heck of a good time. Do you have a specific goal set for 2023? Well, I want to win a lot more races and I want to, I want to try to go back to back with the uh, track title this season. So that's kind of setting the bar pretty high, but that's what we're wanting to do. We want to be the person that comes to the track that everybody notices and, you know, everybody knows that that's the car they're going to have to beat if they want to, if they want to win. How can listeners book a trip with Legends Guide Service this summer? Uh, well, we got our website, which is uh, com, or they can uh, give me a call, 515-341-6552 is uh, my phone number, and uh, give me a call and we can set something up. Well, I will let you get back to the track meet. Are you going to race the kids to the car? <laughs> well, currently getting some weather coming in here, so they have under a little bit of a delay. So <laughs> got a little thunderstorm coming in, so uh, we're going to have to wait that one out and see if they finish it up. Imagine that. You might have to work the track back in. <laughs> we might have to roll it in. I'll quick get the truck ready to go. <laughs> Lucas, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Can't wait to... Book one of your trips, go out fishing with you. I think it'd be a blast, and I bet we'd visit a little bit about racing. Oh, you betcha. It'd be a good time. I appreciate you having me. Uh, Definitely want to say thank you to everybody that supports us at Team Parsons Racing, all of our sponsors, all of our fans. We uh, really appreciate all you guys, so thanks very much. Thanks for being with us. Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528 we can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the roar of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service, we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. 
Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street, Southeast in Rochester. Or call 507-282-5586. Extreme! Extreme! Why choose powder coating over liquid paint finishes? Maximum durability. Extreme Powder Coating offers a scientific process that uses electricity and heat to bake the colorful finish deep into your product. Extreme can deliver media blasting, impact-resistant epoxy primers, and durable powder coat applications to meet your needs. Custom colors and exhaust coatings are available also. Visit ExtremePowderCoating.net for more information. Big jobs on big properties demand a big side-by-side. A side-by-side like the first-ever Honda Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew. This flagship model delivers serious power and performance where you need it most. Even more, it offers best-in-class comfort for six occupants with backseat legroom beyond compare. As for build quality, well, let the Honda name speak for itself. Head to Trimble's in Austin, Minnesota and see the all-new Pioneer 1000 Deluxe Crew today. Trimble Cycle Center in Austin. USA's second oldest Honda dealer. If you'd like to win a brand new 2023 70th anniversary Z06 Corvette with the Z07 Performance Package and $25,000, visit winaz06corvette.com for your chance to win. You'll not only be able to get tickets to win this stunning 2023 vet, but you'll also be supporting the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. This 2023 70th anniversary Z06 Corvette comes in white pearl tricoat metallic with satin gray stripes and is a fundraiser for the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. So if you'd like a chance to be driving this new 2023 Corvette Stingray this August, visit winaz06corvette.com for your chance to win. Our winaz06corvette.com will be drawn for on Saturday, August 19th. Good luck in the drawing. Welcome back here on The Dirt Show, and I am joined by Doug Johnson from Houston Speedway. And Doug, way back in January when we met in Sioux Falls, we talked about this schedule for Houston Speedway. Wow, if the sprint car fans are not excited about what's going on, you got late models there, racing for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's one thing since Todd purchased Cusets here in 2020 was on our agenda to make it Cusets' uh, destination point again and, and bring back some bigger races. And it's important that we keep our Sunday night weekly program alive as well because we need that to have the big events and vice versa. They kind of work hand in hand. So this year, we're going into the third full season here now with Cusets being back reopened, like you said, we're seeing finally a lot of that hard work starting to pay off with some of these bigger events. And the biggest highest paying sprint car race in world wildlife history is going to be happening at Houston Speedway here this summer in June. So really looking forward to that. And the other thing we discussed is having a home base at Houston Speedway. It is really starting to grow the 410 wing sprint car base again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've we've increased our payout this year in all of our classes, as a matter of fact. But this year we're going to 5,000 to win for our weekly shows in the 410 sprint cars. You know, we're working with Knoxville Raceway, putting together some weekends where we got Jackson, Knoxville, Houston. And, you know, I was just down in Knoxville this past weekend and, and talking to John McCoy and, and Jason Reed about we're working towards 2024 right now and, and trying to get more of those type of events on the docket and give these guys you know, around here and, you know, keep them around here. So, you know, guys can make good money and not have to travel the country to do it. And, you know, that's kind of what our goal is 
to put on more bigger paying races and get great car counts. And, and hopefully in return, that brings out a lot more fans because they're seeing some of the best drivers in the country be able to compete here locally in the mid, upper Midwest. Houston Speedway kicks off with a Mother's Day weekend special on Sunday night, May 14th, followed by another Sunday night sprint car event on May 21st, and then right into a two-day show. Memorial Day weekend, the place to be is Houston Speedway. You have two days of racing, Sunday night, May 28th, and Monday the 29th. Yeah, we got uh, the NOSA sprint cars coming in that weekend, you know, from North Dakota, so we should see in a, a much bigger field of 410 sprint cars. And then Monday night, we have our Ben Nordiff Memorial for the Tri-State Late Models. Um, you know, that's always a really exciting event, you know, with the Tri-State Late Models. They put on a fantastic show here at Houston Speedway, and, and uh, there will be big money on the, on the line for those guys come Monday night of Memorial Day weekend. Sunday night, June 4th, June 11th, June 18th, more 410 sprint car racing on Sunday nights. And what that does with the consistent racing in the area, it really brings the community and the community sponsors on board. Yes, it does. And, uh, you know, we've been working really close with the chamber here in Brandon and along with Jackson and getting them involved and getting them behind some of our bigger events and helping out and just getting the awareness out there. You know, there's still people out here in Sioux Falls market that didn't even realize or still don't realize that Houston Speedway is back open because it was closed down for almost three years. And that seems to be what people remember the most. You know, they don't always hear that it's back open. So, you know, we've been working in, over the winter really hard to try and get that word out there and promote Houston Speedway and let people know what we've got going on. And like I said, I'm super excited this year for the amount of cars I think we're going to have and the talent level. I mean, there's just going to be, in my opinion, probably some of the best weekly 410 sprint car racing in the country. And then you take your our Race Saver 305 sprint cars and to me, I think we've got some great young talent from across the upper Midwest that are planning on racing with us. And I think we're going to see an increase in car count with our late mile street stocks. So like I said, our weekly program is, I feel, is going to be second to none when you compare it to any weekly program in the country this year. And I think every race fan will agree. Thank you for bringing the biggest sprint car show in the entire country right to our backyard with the High Banks Nationals. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be exciting, and and our ticket sales have been through the roof so far. Right now, our camping is sold out. The excitement level for that event alone, it continues to grow each and every day as we get closer to that event, June 21st through the 24th. And, you know, it all caps off on Saturday night, the 24th, with the winner taking home $250,000. So I think there's going to be a a lot of cars and a lot of people, and really, really looking forward to that event. And for the late model fans out there, the Silver Dollar Nationals, July 19th through the 22nd. Yeah, we're very fortunate. You know, with I-80 Speedway closing down here over the winter, we've been talking with the Kosiski family for a number of years. And Todd and I have met with Joe Kosiski a couple different times here in the last couple of years that, uh, you know, told them that if that ever did happen, we were interested in bringing that race to Houston. And, you know, this year we've got it. Wednesday night on the 19th will actually be Tri-State Late Models, IMT Stock Cars, and Race Saver Sprint Cars. And then the Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Cars are here for three straight days with Saturday night 
last winter taking home $53,000. So, you know, I think you're going to see the best of the best in the dirt late model world here at Houston Speedway and the tight confines of Houston. It's going to be exciting. You know, we did a trial run last year with the Lucas Oil Cars, and I mean, the racing was phenomenal. Ricky Thornton Jr. tried knocking the wall down, I think, lap after lap after lap, and it was just so exciting to watch because there was a bottom, there was a top, and it was great racing, and we're really looking forward to that and, and making that a, a multi-year deal and, and continuing to grow that event for the late model fans. I think it's going to be really good. Another jewel on the Hucet Speedway schedule is the High Limit Sprint Car Series. If you scroll down through that lineup of who's running that series, you're going to get to see some good ones. Absolutely. I mean, there's the talent level again with the High Limit Sprint Car Series is is phenomenal. I mean, the group of guys that they got following that whole deal is second to none. And we were fortunate enough, we've been talking with Brad and, and Kyle over the winter to get an event here at Houston's. And our main goal was to try and help increase our car count at the Jackson Nationals. And I think by keeping these guys in the area after Knoxville and bringing them to Houston on a Tuesday, and then we can go to the Jackson Nationals two days after that. Like I said, I think the car count is going to be really good at both places and really looking forward to seeing the high limit sprint car series at Houston on Tuesday, August 15th. And you end the season on Labor Day weekend with a bang, the Bull Haulers Brawl. Yeah, you know, thanks for the Falcon Brothers Trucking for keeping this race alive. I mean, they're huge supporters of racing in general and, you know, been great friends to work with. And, and John and Steve over there at Falcon's Trucking, we just couldn't be happier to be working with them and being able to bring in 410 sprint cars along with 360s. We don't do that very often, but uh, that's one weekend where you get to see both the 410s and 360s in action, you know, at Houston Speedway, and there'll be big money on the line. And, you know, we've got some exciting things we're working on for that event to try and make it even bigger and better as well. Doug, what an incredible season you've put together at Houston Speedway. If they'd like more information on tickets, on lodging in the area, or any questions, What's the best way to do that? You can find all the information at HoustonSpeedway.com and keep updated on our Facebook and Twitter pages as well. At, like you said, you can buy tickets and we got camping for all of our weekly shows. If people are in the area or even Memorial Day weekend, you want to come out and see two great races. We got camping right here on the facility and encourage fans just to go to HoustonSpeedway.com and check us out. Doug, thanks for your time and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show today. You bet. Thanks for having me. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault, 507-332-2434. Midwest Fast shafts, drive shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Barry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the the country or worldwide. See fastshafts.com. 
Does your car suffer from rough idling and stalling? Does it hesitate when you take off from the traffic light? If it does, it could be due to dirty fuel injectors. Clean your car's fuel injection system with Justice Brothers Fuel Injection System Cleaner. It cleans the important parts of your fuel system and helps to restore normal operation. And it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. Available wherever fine automotive products are sold. See our display at Runnings. Tell them that Justice Jr. sent you. BP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. BP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation for power and consistency. Winning championships in every form of motorsport for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, BP has a fuel to ensure optimum performance for your application. See the full line of BP's high-performance products online at bpracingfuels.com. At BP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance. Attention hay farmers, Rhino Egg now has a fast and easy way to handle the gathering, lifting, loading, and offloading of square hay bales using only one operator. The ACG-10 Acumia Grapple is the one tool you'll need to replace at least three or four teenagers throwing bales. Save time and money with Rhino Egg Hay Tools. Check out the new hay tools at rhinoegg.com. Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show, and it is my pleasure today to be joined by Warren Evans from Dixie Chopper. And Warren, I appreciate you pulling over along a highway down in South Louisiana. I know how remote it is down there, so to get a signal, I appreciate the effort. And let's talk about the Dixie Chopper Z2 mower. You've got an option of a 42-inch, 48-inch, 54-inch deck with a 23-horsepower motor, great for your residential lawn. Yes, sir. The Z2 was really designed for the homeowner specifically, although we do have a few people that use them to mow a few other yards, but it really fits that market well. It's a fabricated deck with welded steel frame. It's really bulletproof. One of the least mowers that we ever see trouble out of works very well and will probably be the last mower you buy for someone that's really got just an acre with a house on it. And if you need a little step up for your lawn, you've got the Z2 HP with a 48 or 54 inch deck and that one has the higher horsepower motor. One more horsepower for 24 horsepower and it has the Hydragear 3100 transaxle which gives you a couple more miles per hour. Let's talk about the comfort ride because I know a lot of lawns, especially if you get a big yard, aren't that smooth. That's right. And so we offer standard on some models, option on others, a suspension seat, which really takes the bumps out. And then also some of our tires are ATV carcass, like the people have been riding three-wheelers and four-wheelers across plowed fields for years, and they didn't have shocks until recently. And so we use the ATV carcass tires on several options, and when you run lower pressures, it really makes for a soft ride. When you research into these mowers, they are redefining residential. It's not your old clunky, hard-to-steer, slow mower that you know exactly how long it's going to take and it's going to eat up your entire Saturday doing your yard. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's why they've just exploded in the residential market. People don't want to spend all day Saturday mowing grass. And so even our small units are capable of three acres per hour. That would be the equivalent of two NFL football fields, goalpost to goalpost. The other thing I like is the elite cutting. You don't look back after doing 3.1 acres in an hour and go, 
oh my goodness, that looks like crap. These things cut fast and they're efficient. Yes, it's not any one thing that makes them go fast. It's many little things. I guess a couple that people don't notice or realize is that the blades are sharpened full length, not just a little bit out on the end. And our front right wheel is kind of off-centered like a sprint car, a pavement car or something. It's making sure that the front wheels are on the receding side of the blade so when you go above eight mile an hour, we can stand the grass up and cut it rather than the front tires laying it down and you can't ever make it stand up and leave streaks of uncut grass. It's just a bunch of little things that make a Dixie Chopper faster than others. And for listeners who may not know this about you, Warren, you would know a thing or two about sprint cars because you used to drive one. I did. I did. I I tried, you know, just the stalker, bombers on dirt. I've drag raced. I've had UMP modified sprint cars and 600 mini sprints. That seemed to be my favorite. Less harm to the wallet. I'll put it that way. And now you're crazy enough to get an airplane that you're going to try to land in like 20 feet? <laughs> well, no, I, I think I'll be able to do it in 100 feet. It's a Zena CH750 Stoll, and Stoll competitions are taken off all over the country to see how short of a distance you can take off and land, and that's my new passion. The other unique feature to the Dixie Choppers is the hydro gear for smooth operation. Yeah, uh, Hydro Gear, the brand, has been pretty bulletproof with us. We use both Hydro Gear and Parker, and we're one of only uh, two manufacturers, I believe, left that use pump and wheel motor on our larger machines. The drive system on the lawnmower is not exactly, meaning cubic inch displacement, but in design is the same as a skid steer loader. We're driving the wheels with the pump and wheel motor machines. The best way I could describe it is spraying a bicycle wheel off with a garden hose and making it turn. You're not going to wear out the tire. You're not going to wear out the garden hose. So we're spraying oil at high pressure at a paddle wheel boat paddle to make it go forward and reverse in variable speed. Then you have the Dixie Chopper line of commercial mowers all the way up to the Eagle HP with a 40-horsepower motor and a 72-inch deck. For the farmers that are out there in the fields right now listening, when they get done planting and they want to get those yards mowed in a hurry, this one will do it. Yeah, so that's what Dixie Chopper is really known for is it's bigger commercial. People mow all day, every day, make a living with it. That's what we're known for, and then we kind of evolved down into the homeowner stuff. But the 40-horse Vanguard on a 72 or even a 74 in the Excalibur really help you get the work done fast. And that Eagle HP with the 72-inch deck has a two-speed transmission. So you're actually mowing between 12 and 14 mile an hour. And then when you want to move to the next house in an apartment complex or housing division, you've got several yards in a neighborhood to do, you can get out on the road and go 18 to 20 mile an hour by just push of a button. The other thing about Dixie Chopper, you want to buy American made, buy a Dixie Chopper. And they also come with a three-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. That's right, and a lifetime warranty on the frames and stainless steel and different components. So 
one of the best warranties in the industry, and we've got a dealer network pretty much everywhere east of Denver, Colorado. We haven't really went across the Rockies yet. We can't build enough to supply the east uh, of Denver. So we've got dealers everywhere east of there, hopefully one near you. You can go to DixieChopper.com and hit the dealer locator button, put in your zip code, and then you can choose the mileage of how far you want to drive, but hopefully we'll have one near you. Our current dealers are in Hager City, Wisconsin and Sibley, Iowa, so right down the road from us. And it is easy to find because I just went in there and tested it out, and you've got dealers constantly moving into the area. Yep, uh, we're signing on dealers as fast as we can. As you know, with the supply chain issues, we don't want to sign too many of them and not be able to supply our existing dealers. So. We're careful on how we do that. We're not just signing up everybody that wants to, but what we can actually grow and sustain and support after we get them signed up. The same is with the customers. We don't want a customer to buy more that we can't support. Warren, it was a blast hanging out with you down at Farm Progress and getting a hands-on tour around the Dixie Chopper equipment. If anybody listening has any questions on Dixie Choppers, What's the best way to get more info? I would start with DixieChopper.com. Check out the products. We have all the specs for every mower, the acres per hour. We have most all the information you could possibly want, parts breakdowns, you name it, online. But after that, if you still have more questions, definitely go to the dealer locator. Look up the dealer, a couple dealers closest to you and just call them up and uh, hit them with all your questions. Warren, thanks for your time today, and thanks for being with us here on The Dirt Show. Anytime. Thanks, Clay. Galloping through a sea of yellow, slashing, spraying, cutting. Can't keep this up much longer. Hey, wake up. You're dreaming about our dandelion problem again. Huh? What? Just call Wolf and Sons, and they'll take care of our dandelion problem. 455-3524. 455-3524. Wolf and Sons, the dandelion assassins. Yeah. At Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today. Since 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension Software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all-new Circle Track app your ultimate go-to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Weir's Machine, Ultra Force, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at weirsmachine.com, ultraforcetech.com, and the all-new circletrackapp.com. Follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's Machine. Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here 
here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com. If you're in need of a worry-free power lift door, then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a power lift architectural door on your home or cabin. Power lift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. Power lift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306. Welcome back to our special segment here on the Dirt Show. And as always, I'm joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings. And Speed, I know a lot of times when we talk about Cookies Barbecue Sauce, people think, oh, barbecue sauce or your famous seasoning, but they don't think of taco sauce and premium salsa. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Clean, our taco sauce and premium salsa has been out for like 25 years. My favorite one, my mom came up with this many years ago, but we called them Grandma Elma's Broiler Burgers. What you do is you take a, an 8-ounce can of Spam and four slices of American cheese, or you can use shredded cheddar. Grind and mix that together by hand with a fork. Add about six tablespoons of our cookies taco sauce and dip to that mixture. And then take like a hamburger bun and just put them in halves. Spread that Spam cheese and taco sauce mixture on the top of each half. And then put it in an oven and turn the broiler on low. Or you can also just put them in a pan and set them on your grill. Heat them through just to melt the cheese again on top of it. In with that Spam. I'll tell you, you talk about a tasty treat. Take them things off of there. I like to broil them until they get just a little bit of a kind of a brown crust on top of them. With that, just half of a hamburger bun. Man, I'll tell you what, they're mighty tasty, Clayne. And another one is our uh, salsa skillet dinner, which again uses our premium salsa. They can find these recipes on our website or this in here has to be on page 156 of the Cookies Cookbook. And if any of them want to buy the, the cookbook, it's right on our website or just send a check. To me down here at uh, at Wall Lake, just speed, uh, S-P-E-E-D, box 458, Wall Lake, Iowa, 51466. Just send the check for $15 and say you want a cookbook, and I'll just autograph a cookbook and stick it in the mail back to you. So otherwise, you can find a lot of these recipes on our website, which is the old cookie, C-O-O-K-I-E-S, and the letter B and the letter B and the letter Q, dot com. Just salsa skillet dinner. I take a pound of either ground beef or pork, mixture of the two, a teaspoon of our cookies flavor enhancer, and then about a quarter of a cup of chopped onion. Put that in a skillet and brown it up until the, the pink is gone. Then I add about two and a half cups of water to it and a cup of our either mild or medium salsa. Then a 14-ounce package of macaroni and cheese dinner. Save the cheese out of it, but just dump the macaroni in there. Stir that through and bring it to a boil. Let it simmer for about 10 minutes or until the macaroni gets tender, and then add that cheese sauce packet, you know, that comes with the mac and cheese, and then 11-ounce can of that Green Giant Mexicorn. Drain that can and then dump that in there with it. Heat that through until it's nice and warm, and then uh, dump about a half a cup of shredded cheese over the top of it. Just kind of let that melt in a little bit. Throw that on a plate, and that's something, too, you can do ahead of time. Just put it in one of those foil throwaway pans, and I like to double them, just be on the safe side. But you can heat that up on your grill, and if you're at the races or whatever, heat it through because you got everything cooked. I'll tell you, you talk about filling and really tasty. Smart cookies use cookies. Just make sure you're in the sauce, cookie sauce that is, 
award-winning sauce without a hangover. No matter where the road takes you, there'll be starts and stops along the way. Make sure your engine is ready to go with Napa Premium Performance Motor Oil. This month, pick up a five-quart junk for only $17.99 at your local Napa Auto Parts store. As for the stops, get a $50 prepaid Visa card with a qualifying brake parts purchase of $250 or more. At Napa, we'll help you hit the road with confidence wherever it may lead. Ballot at participating Napa Auto Parts stores or Napa Online. Offer extends 531.23 or while supplies last. Visit NapaRebase.com for rebate terms. Napa, a proud sponsor of the Dirt Show and the Linder Farm Network. Hi, this is Steve from Coles Electric. Do you have electrical projects in your future? Coles Electric can help. Coles Electric offers industrial, commercial, farm, and residential electrical services in Minnesota and Northern Iowa. We have 24-hour emergency service, design build, automation, underground boring, solar installation, and much more. Coles Electric has a great staff and can assist you with your electrical needs. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call us at 507-451-1387. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miners Outdoor. Miners Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs, from chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miners Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie. Miners Outdoor, Major Tough. Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookies, Sauces, and Seasoning. Last Thursday night, May 5th, it was opener at Kasuth County Speedway in Algona, Iowa. In the modified A-Main, Kelly Schrock over Brandon Beckendorf. In the stock cars, Kelly Schrock over Chad Palmer. In the sport mods, Matthew Loaf over Alec Fett. In the hobby stocks, Josh Seidels over Tim Seidels. And in the sport compacts, it was Oliver Monson over Taylor Lang. Last Thursday night was also night one of the Dairyland Showdown. In a 25-lap USRA Modified A-Main, Brandon Davis over Jacob Bleese. And in the late model A-Main, Brandon Shepard over Stormy Scott. Fairmont Raceway got their opener in last Friday night, May 5th. In the modified A-Main, Jason Bass over Lyle Sadoff. In the stock cars, Derek Green over Chance Larson. In the B-Mods, Zach Davis over Jared Baumeister. In the hobby stocks, Weston Coop over Jeremy Crimmins. And in the tuners, Logan Kelly over Slade Fitzgerald. Princeton Speedway was also able to get their opener in last Friday night, May 5th. In the Wissota Superstock A-Main, Dustin Nelson over Dexton Cook. In the Sport Mods, Ryan Mead over Jake Clerstead. In the Micro Sprints, Noah Berglund over Mason Schubert. In the Hobby Stocks, Brandon Bombardo over Brad Becker. In the Stock Cars, Dan McIntoon over Caden Woody. In the Sport Compacts, Bobby Ames over Eric Plunt. In the Mod 4s, Tommy Pagonis over Tommy Bowden. And in the Modifieds, Dave Kane over Clint Haddlestead. Knoxville Raceway in Knoxville, Iowa finally got their opener in last Saturday night, May 6th. In a 20-lap 410 wing sprint car A-Main, Aaron Reitzel over Kerry Madsen. In the 360 wing sprint car A-Main, Aaron Reitzel over Chase Randall. And in the Pro Series wing sprint car A-Main, Matthew Seltzer over Chase Young. Mason City Motor Speedway also got their opener in Sunday night, May 7th. In the modified A-Main, Aaron Benson over Rodney Sanders. In the USRA Stock Car A-Main, Andrew Eichens over Nate Whitehurst. In the USRA B-Mods, Brandon Hare over Noah Grinstead. 
in the USRA hobby stocks, Chris Hovden over Scott Doble in the Outlaw Mini Mod A Main, Ben Krause over Nathan Kilwine, and in the USRA Tuners, Oliver Monson over Max Heimbunch. Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your hot rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507-527-1020. Or as they say, no robots, just real people. It's Speed the Sauce Man here bringing you today's weather forecast. Okay, who am I kidding? It's always barbecue weather. Whether you're cooking on your smoker, grill, or inside your kitchen, there's a 100% chance of deliciousness. When you use cookies, barbecue sauces, and seasoning, you can always count on our full line of cookies products to enhance meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get recipes and join our sauce squad at cookiesbbq.com. And remember, rain or shine, it's cookies barbecue time. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.